At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Give yourself a delicious escape from the afternoon with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, We guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is the Minnesota Tim Podcast. It's not a Wednesday. It's not tradition, um, but uh, we're flexible around here. Uh, I'm sure he was up at one o'clock in the morning on Wednesday to prepare for our Wednesday podcast, but we needed to do a little flippity flip because I was actually awake at three o'clock in the morning on Wednesday, uh, taking care of our daughter who was having a rough, rough morning that day. Uh, Jake. It's not Wednesday morning, but it's rather Thursday mid-morning. Do you think you're going to be able to make that adjustment okay? Yeah, I think I'll be okay. Uh, the only uh, difference, um, I'm not above taking a working lunch, so I'm just going to be eating my salad here like the common man and uh, working double time to make sure I uh, am fully nourished while doing the pod. So You're a salad guy? What kind of salad are you going with? I see some lettuce there. <laughs> yeah, there's lettuce in my salad. Yep. Some croutons, some cheese, and some ranch, and some bacon bits today. Hmm. Day mm-hmm. off, going with a salad. Well, this is to supplement the frozen pizza I just had. So. Oh, sure, 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 sure. What do you think about salad on the frozen pizza? It sounds like a horrible idea. It doesn't sound too bad to me. You know, I got that branch and the crispiness. Okay, anyway, who? Anyway. Well, I mean, like a taco pizza sometimes has lettuce on the top. Yeah. But that's like a taco pizza. I don't know about just like a salad on a pizza. Yeah, so why are you going to be dis- so disrespectful about salad on pizza when it's basically a taco pizza? I don't know. Okay. I'm just starting off because it's 11 o'clock. It's Thursday. We're both- <laughs> it's going to be a wild one. It's Thursday. It's not a Wednesday. Our idiosyncrasies are thrown off a little bit. Mm-hmm. Our, 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 um, our internal clock is maybe thrown off a little mm-hmm. bit. You know, they talk about that with time travel and everything. Uh, anywho, so we saw the greatest comeback in NFL history on Sunday. Let's hear your reaction to the first half from the Minnesota Vikings and then your reaction to the second half from the Minnesota Vikings. So live, I saw the first half. Um, it was one of those things where it got, I was actually like laughing, like it got to the point where it was funny. 
Yes. I don't know if you got to the same point. I was laughing. Yeah. I was watching it to see what else could go wrong. It wasn't even just that they played bad. Obviously, they played bad. It was the manner with which it was happening. It was just like, not that I ever thought they could actually come back from 33-0, but like the way that we got down, you're just like, well, like that seems really unlikely. Like that's just bad luck. Like it wasn't a lot of like bad I don't want to say bad plays because there were bad plays, but like fluky plays to a certain extent, you know, mm-hmm. um, that blocked punt, like Ryan Wright takes like one half extra step to get his punt off and it gets blocked for a touchdown. And just some of the, I don't know, it just, it was very, un, even for a team that we are wondering if they're fraudulent or not, it seemed extra, extra, extra fraudulent. Like it even worse than we would have thought, mm-hmm. which yeah, it was strange. Sense. Yeah, yeah, you had the just punt odd. block. You had the <laughs> fake punt, incomplete yep. pass to Jalen Naylor. Uh, we mm-hmm. did that once earlier this season, and it was successful. I think that was against the Saints. Um, yep. You had the Pick fourth six. and one run to Dalvin Cook oh, yeah. up the middle on our own 35-yard line, got yep. stuffed. Um, Kirk Cousins pick six. Mm-hmm. What could have gone wrong in the first half? Everything went wrong in the first mm-hmm. half. Like if there was something that was going to happen, I was honestly just waiting for what was next. Uh, yeah, the fact that they didn't have a punt or a kickoff return for touchdown the Colts. It, I mean, granted, they wouldn't have been able to get a kickoff return because we never scored. But the fact that they weren't able to get a punt return for touchdown, uh, yeah, that was that's what I was waiting for. I was waiting also for something to happen in the second half as well because you know. Mm-hmm. I was trying to think of what was going to happen next, and I didn't even include the Dalvin Cook fumble uh, when he had the mm-hmm. he had the big run, and then he fumbled on the next play, and then mm-hmm. the Colts got it at like the Vikings thirty five forty yard line, something like that. Uh, in the second half, I was just waiting for what was next. Was it going to be a blocked field goal? Mm-hmm. Was it going to be a missed extra point when we needed it? Was it going to be a botched two point conversion? But everything in the second half came together as as bad as that first half was you mm-hmm. could not have asked for a better second half besides the Jalen Rager interception which he stopped running his route besides mm-hmm. that play you could not have written a better second half for the Minnesota Vikings yeah no kidding so yeah I, I at halftime I showered and went to uh, the Watertown Mayor basketball game because I was like I'm not watching this second half <laughs> So I made the drive and drove and it was uh, the mound. And it was one of those things where um, I, I checked in on the radio every few minutes. Cause I didn't actually, you know, I didn't want to listen to it. I just wanted to check in on the score when I was driving. Cause it's like an hour and 15 minutes or something of a drive. And I heard the first touchdown on the radio and Paul Allen's voice was just, was it? Oh, it's KJ. It's like KJ Osborne touchdown Vikings 33, seven. Finally. It was just like, no, yeah, so monotone. It's like, yes, it doesn't matter. I'm like, oh, great. Yeah, they scored. And then I heard the Colts field goal, and I'm like, okay, yeah, it's for sure over. And then everyone at the Watertown game was checking their phones as it slowly, like, oh, scored another one. Oh, they scored another one. Oh, they scored another one. It just kept going. But so I rewatched, I recorded it. It was on that midnight, either last night or two nights ago. I don't remember. But I recorded it on NFL Network. So I quick watched it this morning. And, uh, yeah, I really. And what, what's amazing is, as well as it, I mean, the third quarter they only scored. They end up with fourteen. That second touchdown was very late in the third quarter. Um, they actually had some 
error, like some wiggle room, like because they had to punt um, towards the end of the fourth quarter. I don't remember how much time was left exactly, but whatever it was, three, four minutes when they had to punt. Um, that big interception to, uh, when Rager uh, was going deep again and just stopped running his routes. Like they had some mistakes and they were still able to overcome those and and come back on the NFL's uh, largest deficit of all time. I mean, that's it's amazing that they even were able to have a chance after that uh, Rager interception. And then, like the Matt Ryan QB sneak on fourth and one, like yes, that spot. Like if they blow the whistle just a second later, he probably has a first down. Obviously, the counter you could say, well, you know. A minute before that, we had the fumble return for touchdown. That was no good. Um, so there were some weird calls all around. But but earlier in the game, a lot of Minnesota Vikings fans got upset about the fact that they uh, stopped the wide receiver, I think Pittman. Uh, I think he fumbled it, and Shannon Sullivan picked it up and ran for a mm-hmm. touchdown the first time. Minnesota Vikings fans and players were upset that they stopped that play because of forward progress. Mm-hmm. But they did the exact same thing later on when Matt Ryan got stopped for forward progress mm-hmm. at fourth on fourth and one. I mean, if he gets that first first down, or if they kick a field goal, that's the game. Mm-hmm. It, it reminded me very much of the Detroit Lions game um, mm-hmm. because the Lions the first time the Lions mm-hmm. were in control the entire game and the fourth quarter. The Minnesota Vikings made plays when they needed to make plays, and the Lions made mistakes where they needed to make mistakes, and that's exactly how mm-hmm. I would describe the Vikings-Colts game. The Vikings made plays. Kirk Cousins threw a lot of dimes. Justin Jefferson's route against Stephon mm-hmm. Gilmore was spectacular. Mm-hmm. Kate Osborne played his best game of the season. Mm-hmm. But the Colts also made huge mistakes. Matt Ryan was terrible in the second half, and he got benched for Nick Foles this week. It is funny how, like, so people are, and, and rightfully so, of course, like, because I told Holly, I was like, hey, you know, I'm like, do you want to watch any of this with me? I mean, it's the biggest comeback in NFL history. Like, that's a pretty big deal. Like, it must have been a fun half to watch. And, I, you know, I knew how we kind of scored and stuff, but I didn't actually watch the plays until this morning. Mm-hmm. And she goes, well, if it's the biggest comeback, that means they were down by a lot, right? So that's right. Not exactly something to be proud of. <laughs> right. I'm like, yeah, yeah, there's two sides to it for sure. I mean, they definitely put themselves in that situation but lucky it was the colts um they are bad but even honestly watching it i don't know that the colts i saw some people tweeting about how bad the colts were like how they you know rightfully so gave up a 33 point lead but i thought they actually i mean they had a decent amount of aggression they were trying to still get first downs the run game was working like i thought as crazy as it is, like it, it wasn't as bad as a blow as I thought it was going to be. Like I thought when I watched it back this morning, it was just going to be like just dumb play calling and passing it every down with incomplete passes and just like stupidity across the board. But I didn't think the Colts played it really that poorly. I thought they just, uh, it just one of those miraculous games both ways. The Minnesota Vikings defense stepped up big time. Yeah, and they when they got down thirty-three to zero in the first half, how much can you really put that on the Minnesota Vikings defense when you got mm-hmm. a pick six from Kirk Cousins and you got the fourth and one stuff? I mean, they're already in field range. You got the punt yeah. block, right? The punt block touchdown. I mean, that's seventeen points. Over half of their points uh, came from offensive mistakes, and mm-hmm. in the second half, the defense only gave up three points. And now, mm-hmm. all I see on social media these days is. Um, people saying re-sign Ed Donatel to a future five-year contract. <laughs> yeah, well, they, they did. I mean, I I didn't. Well, I don't remember. 
how much they blitzed in the first half. But I did watch, you know, watching it again this morning, like they did dial up a lot of pressure, at least more than they had been. You know, Eric mm-hmm. Hendricks came up with a big sack. Phillips and Hunter got to him uh, on a one big incompletion. Like, so they were bringing at least five men on is what seemed like more plays, which, you know, was kind of the critique on Ed Donatel the last handful of, you know, I guess 13 weeks. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say handful, but it's kind of the whole season, really. But it's truly amazing how the Minnesota Vikings have won games this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, game 10 one Colts, score games. The, mm-hmm. Yeah, 10 one score games. They're 10 and 0. The game against the Colts. The game mm-hmm. against the Bills, the game against the Lions. I mean, those are Thanks. three. I mean, the Saints game. I, I looked it up earlier, and I did this podcast a couple of weeks ago, but I ran through the amount of games, and I ran through uh, the percentage that the Vikings had to win those games. Oh, and there were like four or five or six games where the Vikings had a 85% chance or worse to lose. Mm-hmm. And the game against the Colts, they had a 99.6% chance to lose that game according to ESPN's power index rankings or whatever, or percentage. Mm-hmm. And they come back and win based on a point uh, 0.4% chance to do it. I mean, this is impossible. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what, I mean, As re- they're definitely a target for regression uh, next year. You know, yes. <laughs> we'll talk about that probably in August, but all those one score games and now you're playing a first place schedule. Um, suddenly things could look really interesting next year, but um, yeah, it's really in a lot of different ways. It's been a statistical anomaly that the Vikings are, have the record they have. And that's why like when people are so mad at ESPN for the Vikings are frauds, blah, 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 yeah. you know, they, people, you know, all these national people ripping on the Vikings. Well, if you're not a Vikings fan, wouldn't you rip on the Vikings too? I mean, good, good gosh. Like you said, you know, 10 and 0 in one score games, all these different games that they shouldn't have won, that they somehow pulled out and won. Obviously you give them some credit for that. They're clearly not a bad team, right? but to, to say that, right. To lump them in with a grand, the Eagles have hurt, hurt right now, but to lump them in with the top tier teams is just an automatic thing. And not to question how they got there. Yeah, you know, I think Vikings fans are just a little sensitive about that. But again, it goes back to the to the beginning of the year when I had this theory that uh, the Minnesota Vikings curse, the Minnesota sports curse, was going to be broken because I reproduced this year. And I mean, look at us, look at us now. Who's <laughs> laughing at that take now, Jake? Huh? Eleven well, and three. Am, but you're still just with, well. Just because it's a funny take, I'm not saying it's this thing. I guess I can't prove it wrong. I'm just saying it's still a funny take. I'm just saying. The Vikings are eleven and three. The year I reproduced and created a child, um, Jalen. Oh, no, no, I was going to get touch on Jalen Rager, but we touched on him already. But well, let me ask this quick question: Does Jalen Rager see another offensive snap this season? Uh, probably. I mean, I don't know. Part of it is with Hawkinson now. Any three wide receiver set, they could just use Hawkinson as a pseudo receiver. Yeah. And I think KJ Osborne is clearly, not that there was really any question, but like he's clearly the third, it, honestly, almost the second best receiver. I, it'll be interesting next year to see what Thielen's role is, if any, um, mm-hmm. on this team. Because, I mean, really, if he's, if he's gone and KJ, like... Already has a cap hit more than Devontae Adams next year. Adam yeah, yeah, his cap is bad. And then I want to say, is KJ, is this, it might be his final year. I thought I saw that, but I could be wrong. Um, either way, they have some questions probably at receiver next year, whether it's Thielen, KJ or not. Um, but anyway, 
the point is they have a clear big three with a good tight end that's going to be in there every single play on passing downs because that's what his strength is. So, yeah, I mean, Rager will be spot places. I mean, he's never going to probably be the main route. Obviously, kind of bad luck that Jefferson gets hit on that one play. But yeah. also, don't don't call the the deep shot for the guy that you don't <laughs> trust on the first play back. Yeah, that's, a, that's questionable. That's yeah, and like it, there's no doubt he's a fast dude. Like that's it's just you're hoping he puts it together because as a punt returner, he seems like he's pretty solid. Yeah, um, we had the we had the great punt return, and then they called it back um, in with the, the hand in the face, and like the, it wasn't the, even close. The booth couldn't find like they they checked like three different players because they just yes. the number was wrong. They're like, oh, it must be th- no, it wasn't really. <laughs> it wasn't there. that guy. Yeah, <laughs> right. I, that, that leads me to the next one I was going to comment about. Was the fumble um, by the Indianapolis Colts running back and the pickup by Shannon Sullivan? Um, so they called him down on the field. Was that the worst call you've ever seen in sports history? Yeah, <laughs> I'd have to rank, try to figure out what the worst calls ever. I mean, were. that one is up there for me. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm talking about like recency bias here. That one is right. up there. When it's 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 so against what they're taught to do, like. The emphasis, like you'd hear all these official people, you know, the, yeah. what's his name? Dean Blandino, that's one of them, right? <laughs> yeah. Mike Pereira. They yeah. talk about how they stress on any kind of like turnover situation, like let it play out and then we'll look at the replay. Yeah. Like that's the, they, they talk about that every single time there's a turnover. And then this, this game, all of a sudden, the second anything happened, it was blow the whistle, blow the whistle, blow the whistle. It's just like, I don't know. It was so uncharacteristic of every other game we've seen where it's like every time that like the guy could be laying on the ground for like three seconds. Sometimes the ball gets punched out and the defense defense runs it back and then they'll call it a touchdown and then review it. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes it's so bad the other way where that's so clearly, you know, or like an interception that skips across the ground three times and then they catch it and go like they'll let that go to a touchdown, so to speak. And then they would call it back on the review. This was the exact opposite. I mean, it wasn't even the guy wasn't even as Zach Moss, I think, wasn't even starting to go down yet. Like he had just right. initially got hit. Like, and there was such a clear recovery, clear like ninety nine times out of a hundred, they let that go, and we just got the one guy. To that was the description of that call. Yeah. And it was a game changer because then I think that was the possession when Jalen Rager stopped running his route and Kirk Cousins threw an interception, or maybe, maybe that was the possession before. And that's when Kirk Cousins tried to run for it on fourth and 15. And then he got uh, tackled. And just the difference between getting the ball. Well, obviously having a touchdown or because he got the flag for taking off his helmet because he was so mad. Yes. We had to start on our own. Like it was like, I don't know. It was like 15, 20 ish yard line. Yeah. It was just like, <laughs> what a turn. And that, that's hard, a hard turnaround. It was a hard turnaround. I got a question for you. Yeah. Would you have left at halftime? I would not have left at halftime. No, it You're is not expensive. That kind of guy. I'm not that kind of, it is. Exp- I mean, I'm not that kind of guy, even if I paid $5 for a ticket. Enjoy the atmosphere. Enjoy the building. Look around. Mm-hmm. Walk around the stadium if you want to, whatever. Uh, even if I paid $5 for a ticket, but especially, I mean, to go to a Minnesota Vikings game, especially when they're 10-3 and 3 at that time, I mean, 
for a lower level ticket, it's over a thousand dollars to go to a game. And for an upper level ticket, it's gotta be upwards of hundred and when Haley and I went to a game, we were in the we're we were at almost as high as you could get. We were in the triple third deck and we had to pay like eighty dollars per ticket. So I mean it's over a hundred dollars to be in that triple deck area mm-hmm. at US Bank Stadium. So we w- I would not have left. Um, final question for you, Jake. You got a lot of different options here. Who is your robe of the week? See, for the first time since we've been doing this, I actually thought about this beforehand. <laughs> for some reason, like it's caught me off guard every week when you ask. But this, like this morning when I was watching the game, I was like, "All right, let's look for the, who's going to be the robe of the week." I was actually thinking about it. Thank you for the uh, run of show that you sent earlier. Um, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I got to go with KJ Osborne. I was going to do one of the, like a joke one, but first career game with over a hundred yards, got the touchdown. Really. He was the one that started the whole comeback with his ability. Like that. He had like a 60 yard reception or something like that. That got him the, in the range for the first touchdown, which was also him on that little kind of motion out route. Um, he yeah. kind of sparked the offense, he did. got everybody going, and he was he jacked. And, and obviously, it looks a little silly. You know, after a 60-yard, he was flexing and whatever. And it's like, dude, you're down 33-0. But at <laughs> yes. the end of the day, like, I still appreciate that there's a lot of guys who would, you know, the fact that he had that energy and fire down 33-0 does say something positive. Like, there's a lot well, of people my thing who would is, quit, you know? My thing is, it's a double negative. I mean, if he doesn't get excited... People are yeah. going to comment and say, oh, he's giving up on the team. He doesn't care about the comeback and victory. Then he exactly. gets excited, and it's like, oh, dude, you're down 33-0. to zero. It's a lose-lose for a yep. player if he gets excited or if it shows no emotion at all. Yep. Yeah, I mean, as long as – because as long as you're not overtly just trash-talking every single play, like if you're just like kind of pumping yourselves up, I think that yeah, that's the perfect sweet spot in between the two. But. He's so, yeah, only getting anyway. paid $895,000 this year. And next year, we do have him on for the books. He's only getting oh, he paid a million and uh, $10 next year. How old is KJ? Do you have that in front of you? 26 years old next season. So he'll be 25 right now. Okay. Because it just seems, it feels like he's been on our team for a handful of years, but like he's always been the third or fourth wheel. So it's kind of nice to see him. Almost like as like our second wheel, it's kind of. But then the, you think about it as a receiver, if he's turning twenty six next year, it's like I don't want to say his career is almost over, but like it's not like he's a got lot one of, more good contract. I yeah. say it's not like a lot of receivers making their thirties being effective. So it's just, right. I was yeah. just curious. Yeah, about four more years. Yeah. Um, I can't disagree with you on that. KJ Osborne, he has to wear the robe. Maybe I'll put it on Shannon Sullivan just because he's a little butt hurt about the two fumbles <laughs> that he recovered and ran into the end zone. He should have scored 14 points himself. So maybe yeah. I'll put it on Shandon Sullivan just for fun, um, just to try to pick up his spirits a little bit. Yeah, that's a good one. I like that. CJ Ham getting you. a touchdown could go that route. Yeah, CJ Ham for motivating because he said, all you guys got to do is get five touchdowns and we'll do the rest. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Ed Donatel, let's just sign him for four more years. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I saw that trending on Twitter. Hmm. Yeah. I think it started. I think I think our cousin started that. I can see that. Yeah, I think our cousin started that. Uh, resign Ed Donatel. I trust in Donatel. You're gonna get some texts now, probably. <laughs> if they listen, this be a good test. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Here we go. Here we go. 
<laughs> if they, this will be a test. If they listen to the Minnesota Tim podcast, you will be getting texts. That is I will be getting text. <laughs> Yes. If yes, you get yes, no text, we know that they don't listen. Yes. Will I receive the text message? That is the question. Well, what, yeah. what, what's your take? That 30 seconds left. What's your take? Do, do I receive a text? Mm. From one specific one, yes. Really? In the group text, yes. Okay. The group okay. texter. Okay. Okay. All right. I'll, 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 I feel like he's a listener. Uh, I feel like he listens. Okay. okay. I'll say zero. I'll say zero just for fun. Okay. Just for fun. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Minnesota Tim Podcast. Jake's Takes is back. We are weekly. We had one bye week this year. Mm-hmm. And uh, we will be back next week sometime. Most likely Wednesday, but we will see. Thank you, Jacob. Thank you, friend. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Ready? Okay. Give me a beach. Beach. Give me great food. Tacos. Give me adventure. Hiking. Give me a date night. Sunset cruise. Give me some smiles. Cheese. Give me more beaches. Beaches. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.